The VC Show is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, but you must be 21 or older. What's up, good people? Yes, we are back. Episode two with Antoine Jameson. So good. We had to run it back to give you the other side of of, of our story. So, yes, take a listen. The VC Show with Antoine Jameson. Enjoy it. The VC Show. Let's go. Doing the part with Roz. We got the sports on deck for our audience. Whether it's big news, hot topics, updates, straight facts, storytelling, breakdowns, a special guest. VC Show. Let's go. It's time to turn it out. The VC Show. Let's go. Stackhouse. You know, we talked about the tournament. They didn't make the tournament. But they made it to the NIT, and he is making noise, showing not only he was a great player, but a pretty darn good coach. And this this doesn't come as a surprise to me because of the success he had in the in the G League when he when he took the Raptors and he won. You know, so just as just he's very competitive, as we know, and it's just now we're starting to see hit the success that he's has, particularly in the SEC. But yes, yeah. he's getting it done. So I want to just give Stack a shout out, uh, you know, for what he's doing as well. Um, but your former coach that you had with the Warriors um, in what, 2002, 2003, um, Eric Musselman. Yeah. Getting it done. Getting it done. I getting mean, it done. I mean this- does that surprise you? Like, I mean, I know you know him as a coach, but does that surprise you? Because, you know, I think when coaches transition from one to the other, it can be an adjustment period or a struggle, and just some coaches have it. Nah. But does it surprise you that he's having this? He has this. Experience? It doesn't surprise me at all. I think he truly didn't get a fair shake when he was with the Warriors. Um, you think about where we was at and the type of success that we had quickly. Um, unbelievable players coach. Uh, he's a type of coach that, I mean, Vince, he's out there setting screens. He's out there just competing. He's out there giving you his all. And I see, Ripping his shirt off. I see why his players are so in love with just like, it's genuine. It's not forced. It's not something that He's portraying that he's not. Uh, I got the opportunity to see him at the College Basketball Hall of Fame um, last year. And, I mean, his son is on the staff and just brought back great memories. But uh, I'm not surprised whatsoever. I mean, his dad was an unbelievable coach uh, back in the days. And he always knew the X's and O's. It was just, as you know, uh, politics that got involved and, we started to finally have some success with the Warriors, and they end up trading me, and Gil end up uh, leaving, going to D.C. and so forth. But I'm not surprised with the type of energy. I'm not surprised with the love that he gets from his players, the type of success that he's having, because I seen it then, and that was his first opportunity. Because I remember they said, Eric Musselman. I'm like, who is this guy? I never heard of him before. But instantly it was a connection with uh, not only myself, but a lot of the young guys that we had on the team. He was a phenomenal coach. And if I'm, I'm not mistaken, he's a coach's son as well. Yeah. I think his dad his was dad, a coach as well. His dad right? used to yeah. coach uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. And you carry the role of of uh, director of basketball, I mean, the, uh, personnel, excuse me, for the Wizards. And tournament time, does that mean you're really busy for you? And does tournament time – play a huge factor into kids' draft status? You know, I'm going to let you answer that, and then I'm going to kind of give my opinion on it dating back to my time. But yeah. what do you, what, what you know, right now, I'm, tournament time means what to you? Yeah, I'm not as busy uh, now leading up to the tournament. Um, uh, not only 
with the pro side, but also the college side I'm involved with. So I had to go down to Greensboro for the ACC tournament. That, that was a little tough this year. Uh, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> so it was tough, but uh, I do a lot of preparation for that. But by the time the tournament gets started, I'm just like everybody else. You know, we had a viewing party for our scouts in Vegas. We all got in the room with all the college scouts, and we got all the TVs, and we just sitting there comparing notes to players that uh, a lot of the college scouts uh, have scouted throughout the course of the season to see if anybody else sticks out to see, like, you know, can he be a consistent shooter on the next level when collectively we get together and watch the tournaments and uh, next weekend we'll do the same thing as well. So uh, to me, when a tournament starts, it's like the calm before the storm because after the tournament is when getting ready for the draft, the agent workouts, uh, the draft combine Mm -hmm. in Chicago – so, like, right now, this is, like, I get an opportunity to relax. I'm getting accustomed to the, the season end and getting ready. If we're going to make the playoffs or not. But on the college side, it's just all the notes that the, the scouts have pretty much accumulated throughout the year. We all get together and get prepared for, like, the draft combine and getting ready for the draft and so forth. So, after the tournament is over with, it's when it's nonstop for myself and for the rest of the scouts. But as of now, when a tournament is going on, I get to become a fan. The VC show, let's go. Your very first bet with Caesars Sportsbook. It's on Caesars. Just sign up with promo code OmahaFull, O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. Then place your first bet. If you win, great. You keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your state back as a bonus bet. 21 plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wagers only must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250. Must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe Boussier City in Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be assessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Offer not available in Massachusetts, Maryland, and Ohio. Need fresh groceries for the week, but don't have the time to go to the store? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want, deliver it when you need it, 
right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries, just like you picked them yourself. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code VINCE at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off up to a $20 no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code VINCE. Don't forget, that's code VINCE for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. I think sometimes we use that, the NIL, as an excuse. Um, no, hear me out. What I mean by that is that, like you said, the commercials and this, that, yes, these guys have that so they're distracted. But at the same time, like, bro, I got to shoot this commercial tonight, but today, but we can still hoop tonight. We can still hoop at 7 o'clock. We can still hoop at 8 o'clock. We can still play at night. We can still get it in, you know, and, and, and I just think sometimes, you know, we have to kind of motivate kids. Yes, go get your money, get this, take advantage of this opportunity, but still have that hunger, love, and and and, and dedication to this game and to your craft because you say you want to become professional players and then you get up there and you lost or you don't have the knowledge you should have or the feel for the game you should have. And I think that's what's missing from it. So it's it's not like it's something that cannot be fixed. It's just something that needs to – guys get need to get used to because, like I say, we didn't have that opportunity of having that kind of money in our pockets at that time. So all we knew was like, all right, we can play all night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all- now you got money. It's kind of like, uh, you know. Also, too, they- one is if I know I don't have an opportunity – to play on the next level, whether I get drafted or whatever, I'm complacent because I know this is going to be it for me. So for us, yeah, not Vince, we knew like, hey, it's a possibility we might want to get drafted. It wasn't mm-hmm. no like I'm, I'm satisfied with going in the second round. Or I'm satisfied going to the G League. Look where you playing though, Twan. Yeah, look where they playing. And, and, and the team had success before. So the, if, if anything, I always tell these guys, and I, I mentioned it to a couple of guys, and I say, I don't care how this plays out this year. You still put your work in this summer because the door will at least be open because of the success you had last year and the college you come from. That means you know how to play the game. One thing, when you leave our school, and I don't care, I'm not going to speak on anybody else's school. When I left North Carolina, I don't care if I left early, I knew how to play the game. And also basketball, your 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 craft to add to the talent. Like I mean, it's funny because most players from their freshman year into their league, you know, game improve. And I think you know people always talk about you know how the only guy that can that was able to like you know sit down Michael Jordan, MJ Dow was yeah Coach Smith yeah. But Mm -hmm. I put it in in the same thing because people didn't know that you can create off the dribble like that. People didn't know that you can shoot the ball like that. But we saw it every day in practice. But we had a certain system that we ran. and That was inside out. Yeah, inside, inside out. out. And, and I think that like. kind of limit mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. from actually show, you know, seeing what you can do. Showcase what we get. Mm-hmm. But um, 
You in Twilight like tournament time? Yeah, you in Pooh. <laughs> That's hey, that dumb Antoine. Let me go. I'm, I'm going. But you in Pooh yeah. from oh. your freshman year until the time yeah. you left. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember like it was just yesterday. I remember how frustrated you were after your freshman year, and you know it was tough, and I knew it was tough, and. To, to for you to be able to like you know what this is going to make me better i'm gonna stay and i'm gonna figure this thing out and to see the transformation vince to see the confidence that you had after that freshman year because that freshman year you always question yourself because as you would know it felt like you couldn't do nothing right because coach smith would be like hold up say it for the people in the back what? i was like <laughs> Bro, Take, I do? Get out, I, sit down. I, I, that's right. I don't know, but for you to come back that next year and just to see the confidence that you had, and that's the thing. Every year we always improve. We added something to our game, got stronger, you know, got comfortable with the ball and so forth. And it's just like I don't see that same transformation with a lot of guys. And I think for us, some of the guys, like I love Amanda. I talk to Amanda all the time. But among them needs to be able to, like, face up, jab, step, and shoot that J. He should be able to do that at this stage of his college career. But I know, you know, Hubert will – he'll let he, – Torn, I want him to do that. And we got we got to see more of these guys just adding on to their skill set. So, it's funny you say that because one of the things – the conversation, last conversation I had with Armando, I said, hey, man, regardless of – like, some of the things you're saying, regardless of how things – go for you, whether you, you know, how forever far you make it in tournament, if you make the tournament, whatever. The most important time for him is from his last game, his last outing to the 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 combine, you know, whatever, to Chicago. Yeah. It's still Chicago, Chicago right? yeah. Whew, all right. <laughs> I've been removed from it for a while. <laughs> Forgive me. But I said, you're improving. So what they saw in your last game, like you say, he played with the back to basket needs to be – he is important from him now to put that work in to improve. Yeah, there's there's plenty of time from him now to improve. I hope that's what he's doing now. Obviously, getting healthy, but improving, and that goes for all of them. Even if the, some of them just trying to test the, the the market to see where they are or not, that's what's important to me for young athletes now. It's like you got to take advantage of these windows, show progression, show improvement. That's what the, the NBA scouts want to see. What I last saw from you, and what I see now. That means your dedic shows your dedication to your craft. So because now NIL is not a thing, you know, it's, it's now your job and that is important. So, yeah, that's 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 kind of one of the things. So I just wanted to kind of see what you thought about, particularly being on, uh, you know, the NBA side, seeing you know players nowadays and how frustrating it can be for 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 NBA scouts now seeing what the, the guys come in just not prepared because of, like you said, the NIL and this everything is, else. It also, and this is the thing too, it goes back to like AAU. Let's think, I mean, I, I mean, I remember my AAU coaches, they cared. They wanted to get the best out of me. They actually coached me. They actually had relationships with the college coaches. They taught, you know, he should be doing this. Hey, and knew what to I work on. Yeah, this coach, exactly. this coach said, Antoine, in order for you to do this, you might have to work on this. And, you know, and, you know, AJ and Ruck both are playing AAU and so forth. And both of them are good coaches, great coaches that I know are doing the same thing that, that I had. But collectively, when you see these coaches are not coaching these kids, 
these coaches are just half of them are looking for a check and it's just like it's I got the best experience ever. And then you if you watch the way the AAU game is God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant, I mean he was a big advocate about uh youth sports and that's the reason why, you know, just like what we do, we take our kids to basketball practice, baseball, golf or whatever. And it's difficult to know that that's, you know, why he's not here anymore. But he was an advocate because he knew the importance of learning the fundamentals, learning how to play the game at an early stage. You see a lot of success for the European players because they play at a professional level at a very early early age. It's physical over there. When they get over here, it's like, this ain't nothing. But a lot of our, our youth are just getting the ball and just going don't know how to set screens, don't know about spacing. And it's it's very frustrating to watch. And that's why I'm happy that, you know, my boys are kind of with coaches who who get it and they get the concept of how do I not only make you better now, but preparing you for the future going forward. But Vince, you would be so disappointed. You're gonna see later on when 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 uh nephew I'll, I'll see get to that stage. Yeah. You're gonna be like, what and I sit back I'll and relax. I I just my job is the father and, you know, I sit back and relax, but it's frustrating to see how these coaches communicate with these kids, uh, just how they look at the game. And it's, 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 it's frustrating because I go and I'm just like, but it's, it's, it's great to see. It's a different game that they're looking at. It's great to see Ed Coder yelling and, you know, teaching these kids, you know, this is how you play the game of basketball. So you do have – it's 50-50, but it's some bad basketball being taught to the future of our, our guys. And, I, and you see it. It goes from AAU and then some of these guys are one year in, in, in college. They're not learning anything. And then my eyes see this guy's been playing ball for 19, 20 years. He finally gets to the NBA level. We have to reteach the, the simple things. Old school packages. It's like, have you ever you used? Got play. Yeah, I'm just like, so that's played. the frustrating thing. It's like they finally get to the NBA level, and it's like the one thing I always appreciate coming through the University of North Carolina, and you heard coaches say it all the time. Think about like when we had to shoot around, trap. We was already accustomed to that because Coach Smith ran our practices. He ran the way we travel like an NBA franchise already. So it was the smoothest transition for us because we had no problems being in practice for two or three hours. I mean, back then we had two days for training camp and all this other stuff. You go to practice now, you can't experience this because you played 30 some years in the NBA. So you <laughs> how many different decades, my best? But you can understand, uh, you think know. about your training camp from your yeah. rookie year to your training camp to your last year playing. Yeah, that was like this. This is this it. Oh, thank goodness! Nobody's <laughs> right, I, was like, uh, I just don't feel like I'm in shape yet. But all right, cool. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like it's a whole lot of things. I think uh, a lot of people are frustrated, but I think the thing that I've had to do was you hear a lot of stories about when we came to league. How a lot of old heads, we we you know we pick their brain. We we learn from the old heads, and I think now with this generation a lot of the old heads have to like take a step back and kind of like learn how they're doing things because it's different. 
and we might not understand it, but in order for us to like wrap our mind around it, we have to like, okay, like this is the way the game is being played. So I have to put my ego aside and like, you know what, let me learn, let me adjust and learn from you. That's one thing Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time because you went from all-star starter to starter minutes. You was able to adjust to six men. You was able to adjust to, you know, shooting off the dribble. Limited bro. You was able to adjust to just being, uh, you know, uh, that spot up catch and I shoot mean, everything. Guy. A lot of yeah, people can't yeah, do that. Everything. You was able to adjust to that. No, that mm-hmm. You gotta check your ego at the door and you gotta like, you know what? I gotta find a way to still be able to be relevant and I'm still playing. I still love it. I still got a lot to teach these guys, but I just don't wanna be a voice for the coach. I also wanna be out be able to be on the court and be able to be productive and successful. And that was something you was able to do that. A lot of players of that magnitude and that status wasn't able to do. Lastly, I'm going to ask you, you you mentioned them a little bit, but I want to ask you about Mike Brown. What Mike Brown is doing, does that surprise you with the coach? We saw like his success in Cleveland and we're like, yeah, Mike Brown is a good coach. And then it kind of like evaporated. But what he's doing in Sacramento right now, like does does his, his, his success surprise you? I had Mike Brown twice. When I had Mike Brown at Cleveland, first time being a head coach, kind of kind of learning the ins and right. outs. Mm-hmm. I had Mike Brown in L.A., and I think Mike okay. Brown felt like he should have done things different in Cleveland, and that's the reason why it didn't happen. That's the reason why he didn't stick, and he didn't have the type of success that he wanted. And when he got to L.A., totally different Mike Brown. Like, I was like. I mean, three or four hour practices and stuff. I like, Mike Brown, what's going on? This is not you. (laughs) I think when Mike went to Golden State and he got a piece of that culture and he realized that, okay, the game has changed. Like, in order, if I get that next opportunity, because we interviewed Mike Brown for the Wizards job before we gave it to Wes. And when I interviewed him, I was like, you know what? I see a difference in Mike. I see, like, he learned from his mistakes in Cleveland. He learned from mistakes with L.A. Because in L.A., he didn't last long, Vince, at all. Right. That's right. Yep. And to see Mike Brown doing what he's doing with that organization, with that young team, I'm not surprised at all. Because the Mike Brown I saw in Cleveland, um, defensive-minded, tough nose, teaching the detail, like everything Vince precise. And I think he, because he had Braun, he was able to kind of, you know, get off the gas pedal a little bit. And then when he got to L.A., he was like, hold up, we got to do this to a whole nother lot, not. And, you know, him and Cole, it was just like, you know, you coaching Cole, you got to be a different type of character, be a different type of coach. And I think when he didn't have the success in L.A., he went down to Golden State, you know, he learned from Steve Kerr. He learned how to deal with the Draymond Greens, that those type of personalities, and also how to deal with a superstar, Steph Curry and Clay. And now to get the opportunity and great young talent. I mean, I don't think anybody would argue that Sacramento never had young talent with Fox and Sabonis to get like the Malik Monks of the world to come in and contribute to have everybody on one page. Kevin Herter. Yeah. Kevin Herter, you played with him. I mean, I'm not surprised 
that he has them winning. To sit here and say I thought they would be the number two seed this late in the season, <laughs> I'm like I, you know, I, I could have swore, you know, you know, they might have a home quarter, you know, uh, playoff series, the first round or something like that. But to have them to have early success and to be able to sustain it, and Vince, I would be surprised if. They, you know what? We believe we can come out the West. That's the type of mentality that Mike Brown is and Jody wanted. It seems like assistants. he's instilled that to, in his team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they don't care who it is, and those are the type of those, they could be dangerous teams because they got a chip on their shoulder. No one and they don't know any better. Expects they don't know any better. No one expects them <laughs> to to win. There's no pressure. There's no pressure like it is on Memphis. You know, you guys been talking. You got to come out the West. You know Denver. You know yeah. what's you know you guys got the number one seed. You got to do something. Phoenix, Phoenix. What's going to happen? Yeah. When everybody get healthy, go to state. Okay, this is y'all time when y'all know to put things together. You know how y'all gonna figure things out? The Clippers. You know this has been. You know we've been seeing y'all gonna get to this point. Yeah. yeah. So they just like same with Dallas. Same seed. thing. So yeah. yeah. Right. So that that's gonna be a scary team, but. I'm not surprised that they have success, but to sit there and say, Vince, that they're the number two team, the number, the second seed in the West, and it looks like it's going to stay that way, I'm surprised about that. But knowing Mike and knowing that coaching staff, I, I, I mean, I know the type of work he puts into the game. I know how he communicates as a, a coach with the X's and O's. So he's an unbelievable coach, and I'm just happy for his success. I want to give him his props as well. So I, I covered the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And he was coaching the Nigerian national team, the Nigerian team. And the way he had those guys playing. Yeah. I was oh, like, man, man. Yeah. He, I mean, like, the, uh, it was unbelievable to watch. And, and we felt like at the time there, we were like, they could get, you know, to, to can be scary and give some teams some problems. Obviously, like, I was like, the U.S. got to be careful. Obviously, U.S. took care of business, but it didn't look like that, look that way early. And the confidence he instilled in this team, in that team, was unbelievable. So when I saw, you know, obviously he got the job and, and started seeing what he was doing to that team and, and doing to that city, I, I, I was just like, man. It's but not, think about it. We think talk about, about the players, but coaching is is his coaching has been. To me, I think I think he's the type of coach he needs young guys who believe and see his vision. That's what he had in Cleveland. I think the reason why I didn't work in L.A. He had Metal World Peace. He had myself. He had Kobe. He had Steve Nash. And just the way, like, I mean, you're gonna play hard, and those guys always play hard. But you know, especially Kobe. And, and and Metal World Peace, they was accustomed to being coached a certain way with Phil Jackson. And to have Mike Brown come in, they was like, hold up, this is not what we're accustomed to doing. Uh was kind of difficult. But now he has a young team who like, look, guys. And then they were looking for identity and uh, uh, an uh, identity. a a culture identity. Yeah. And yeah. he's he's yeah, he's he's done yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to Sack, man. You know, I played a year out there. Shout out to Sack Town. Yeah. Ain't nothing to do with play basketball there. like that, baby. <laughs> and golf. Good golf, golf out there, buddy. Yeah, good golf out there. I forgot I do, I, <laughs> listen, to, listen to your boy here. Some good golf out there. Shout out to all the golf courses I, I played know, out there. I didn't know you was Teal playing golf there, though. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, I know that. Man, Twan, I really appreciate it, man. It's, it's, it's always a pleasure. You see, when we get to talk and we have stories on end like I'm hoping 
all our listeners out there really enjoy this conversation because I knew it was going to be a good one. I knew people were going to hear some great stuff. Thank you once again, man. My brother, I love you to death, man. It's always love when we get together, man. VC Show, we signing off, man. Let's go! Let's go!